This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market this is a crowd podcast Relax, this episode is sponsored by Frankie Hughes Goes to Hollywood. To be more like Frankie, go to patreon.com forward slash Joe Marler Show, become an official sponsor, get bonus content, and grow the show today. Who are you? What do you do? We currently don't have a clue, but give us 40 minutes of your time. And we'll get along just fine on the Joe Mahler Show. It's the Joe Mahler Show. Are you there? <laughs> are you Joe? Are you there? Are you? Are you love? Are you love? Are you doing? Are you? Are you listener? Welcome to our show. I'm Joe, and my surname's Mahler. And, not, uh, not a bad Mancunian, actually. And that's, and that's Tom over there that you can hear with your other ear. How are you, Tom we're Fordyce? Not in, we're not in stereo like that. You can just hear me when I speak later. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tom. <laughs> Why did you choose Mank? I liked it. Because, you know, just getting used, used to uh, when we do our, our live show up there. Maybe I'll do the whole thing as a Mancunian. You've maintained your accent for a surprisingly long period of time. Usually it drops off after a sentence and a half. Yeah, because I'm worried that I'm actually being offensive. Um, so I have so you to think you double down on it. So I'm keep double going. down on it, and actually, I like uh, I like that one, that golden brown texture like sun. <laughs> Lay me down with my Manchurian. Oh, <laughs> I thought it used to say Mancunian. I think it's a weird lyric where he goes, "Lay me down with my man with my Manchego." It's about cheese. Oh, okay, Tom. Mm-hmm. I think. Therefore, I am. Mm-hmm. Heard of that before? Yes, I have. What's that mean? <laughs> it's a philosophical question, Joe. No, it's not. Oh, I haven't asked you a physical, physical, <laughs> physical. No, I haven't asked. Fuck off in this I haven't asked you a philosophical question. I've asked you what I think. Therefore, I am means. What does that mean? Is it from a famous Greek philosopher? Is it Descartes? No, he's French. I don't know. No, it's a famous French philosopher called René Descartes. Oh, okay. And uh, 1637. Yeah. Your point is? That's when he said it. (laughs) And he wouldn't have actually said that. He wouldn't have gone, I think, therefore I am. He would have gone, do you know? Je pense. Uh, What's therefore? Help me out with therefore. Is je pense donc je suis. Oh, yeah. Again, what's the wider point here? So I saw that quote mm-hmm. and thought, fuck, I like that. Don't know what it means, but I like it. If you think you're dead, who, who's that? <laughs> Is that it? If you think you're That's, dead? Yeah. There's no second part of that. Oh, so if you think, comma, if you think yeah. you're dead. Yeah. So I thought you, you, the way you pronounced it was, if you think you're dead... yeah. Which makes it feel like there's something coming after. Yeah. Which is it? What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) 
I came with a slightly different intro, Joe, and I'm enjoying yours because mine was simply going to be a question, which was, when you wipe your ass, do you stand up or sit down? <laughs> I stand up. Do I you? have to. I can't get my hand in and my, my uh, technique, uh, my flexibility doesn't work and... That's the way it goes. One of our best intros, I, I think. I thought it was really should good, we get, Should we get a guest on? Let's get a guest on. Cool. Our guest today is Ben, and he is an osteopath, or osteopath, or osteopath. 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 Which one is it, Ben? Osteopath. Oh, okay, I was wrong. <laughs> what does the path bit mean? Pathology. So osteopath means bone pathology. But we do more muscles now than bones, so... What's, oh, what's the Latin for muscle? I don't know. Uh, no, I don't know. Muscleopath. No. It's, um... <laughs> mus- <laughs> muscle. Musculopath. Musculopath. Okay. You do bones. Oh, hang on. Osteopath. Oh, yeah. Osteoporosis. You got that, haven't you? No, I'm not that old. <laughs> 50. You, when you hit 50, you get it. Not instantly. Do you? No. Ben? <laughs> no. Christ. Are you sure? So, osteoporosis is brittle bones. Uh, My so, bones are rock solid. You know. Go and have a squeeze, Joe. I'm squeezing. You can get osteopenia, which that? is Go on. the pre. Osteoporosis oh, stage, shit. so you might be osteopenic. Just squeeze my forearm, tell me what the chances are. Yeah, definitely. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I don't know. You can't just squeeze someone's arm and be like, oh, yeah, no. Ben's, you're back <laughs> so Ben's, Ben's a professional. Ben's first thing on here is to confirm that you've got osteopenia. <laughs> is that what? Which osteopenia. Ah, so the flaky penis. <laughs> the brittle penis. Did you know, Joe? brittle penis. I've got a bone fact for you. Go on. Which I think you're going to enjoy. And I'm hoping that Ben can back me up on this. I'll try. Did you know, Joe, we are one of very few primates not to have a bone in our penises? Are you sure? Gorillas have got bones in their penises. Have go- so Chimpanzees the- have got bones in their penises. So is that... The bottom of your spine, your coccyx. No, is it your coccyx? What's the what's the yeah, bottom? your coccyx? Yeah. So, is, does their coccyx, when they get around, no. <laughs> come through into their penis? No. So, the coccyx is where the tail, our tail, used to be. Yeah. So, their coccyx. It's not called a coccyx because it extends into their cock. <laughs> it's called a because it should be. It's, it's a just straight the face. Bottom part. In which he just went. <laughs> You're a fucking moron. It's not called a coccyx because it comes through our coccyx. Right. Okay. But no, I didn't know that. I didn't know that about... Oh, right. I've never treated a gorilla, so... Treated very hairy men, but not gorillas. Fuck knows where this is like <laughs> immediately. What exactly is an osteopath? So we treat the human body. So in terms of, like, if someone wants to come or someone has a bad back or an injury or something like that, we we'll see if we can help them. So you might be walking slightly funny, so if we sort that out... Why do you look help? at me like that? Well... Do I walk funny? Come on. You're not noticed. Well, no, I don't watch me walk. <laughs> do you... Honestly? <laughs> panic on your face. Do you think I walk funny? <laughs> the panic on your face. I'm um, going to watch how you walk from now on. I'm concerned about your walk. <laughs> Joe, I'd like to test you on your bone knowledge. Fucking hit me. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, um, how many bones are there... In the human body. 201. 218. No, it's more than that. Fuck off. I'm not entirely sure. I think it's... I don't know why 236 is in my head. Oh, maybe he's right. Is it 231? I have read, and I have no idea if this is true, Joe, because I'm not the osteopath, that we have 270 bones in our bodies at birth. But then, Ben, apparently, some of these fuse... Yeah. So we end up with 206. Oh, so it's a lot less than I thought. <laughs> I'm the professor. Well, yeah, of course they f- fuse, Tom. Your skull. Yeah. Okay. They, they, they end up as like five or six plates. Mm-hmm. And then over time, that you know the little pulsing bit in a baby's head? Oh, freaky. They, they say you're not allowed to touch, but I'm there all the time like, oh my <laughs> yeah. God, it's so soft. A big button. That then fuses and then you got one bone. Which is the longest bone in the human body? Your femur. Yeah, you're looking so pleased. Your femur is... i got A-star in PE, mate. The smallest bone, please, Joe, in the human body. Oh, yeah. It's location. Your ear. Mm-hmm. And it's called the cochlea. 
I'm going to give you half a point for that. The location was correct. It's the called identity. Inerium. Inerium. I can't remember what it's called. It's either your anvil or your stupidus. I've written down a word which looks like staples and I felt yeah. like I was mispronouncing staples. How am I doing at the quiz? You're doing remarkably well, disappointingly well, Joe. Um, in which area of your body is there the highest concentration of bones? Feet. Yeah. Oh, no, nearly. Near your feet. No. Your fingers. Your Pretty phalanges. Much. Your hands. <laughs> your hands. Your hands. 54 bones in yep. your wrist. Can you name all of them? No. <laughs> in your feet, okay, Joe. Get rid of that 20. hand naming yeah. section. Okay, lose that. You've got 26 in your feet. Say it. You've other, yeah, other, I would say there's, yeah. Ten so toes? You've got three on each. Question mark in your voice. Ten, so, ten toes, is it? <laughs> three on each toe's 25. Or oh, no, two on each toe. And, and then you've, you've got, got the actual bone. The bits in your feet. Foot. You've got lots of lots of bones in your feet. Cuneiform. Oh no, that's in your hand. Scrap that bit. <laughs> 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 well, thank you for clearing that one up. Then. That's really good. Yeah. Have you finished your quiz? <laughs> <laughs> I've got one more element to my quiz. I'm not doing very well at the quiz. <laughs> Yeah, well, I like what he's done is that he's aimed it at me, so I still look stupid, even though the osteopath hasn't actually got a single question right. <laughs> Please continue. Joe, I'm going to give you a choice here. So currently you have your Joe skeleton. If you could switch it for an exoskeleton, would you do it? Exoskeleton? I... Do you mean dinosaurs? What's the fucking... What's an exoskeleton? So your skeleton on your outside. So like, hang on. Do you call it an in, intoskeleton? In, is it an invertebrate? No, that's without one. What's like a crab and stuff mm. there? So you're asking if I want to be a crab or <laughs> me? <laughs> what are you asking? I'm asking you if you would have an exoskeleton if you like one. Imagine it like plates of armor on the outside, and then everything inside is loose and squishy, rather than having your bones inside the squishiness on top of the bones. No, that's stupid, because they would get broke easily why because they're on the outside and i've got a shit ton of padding over the top of that so if you were to come at me with a chainsaw you've got to go through at least two or three inches of fat before you hit a bone whereas two or if, three inches whereas <laughs> if i've got my skeleton on the outside and you come at me you go <laughs> that's my rib cage chopped up unless your exoskeleton is so robust that my chainsaw simply bounces off. It can't get past your exoskeleton. So my exoskeleton is not made of bone. It's made of titanium. <laughs> it's a no, is it? I'd say so. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> what are some of the different problems? So if I, I'll obviously come to you with a neck issue or my hip issue or the fact that my skeleton is on the outside rather than the inside <laughs> yeah. and you probably come up with a solution for that but what are the most common problems <laughs> that patients come to see you about so it's a lot of lower back pain yeah lumbar spine issues and then probably followed by neck so upper neck shoulders um, and then mid back issues but especially over lockdown and stuff it was a lot of lower back stuff because people were then working from home sitting at kitchen tables on hard chairs and not really getting up and exercising um, and then they'd come in and go, oh, my back's buggered. Can you help me? Nine times out of ten, the answer is yes. Tom, you, you suffered, I don't know if you're still suffering from it, but you suffered from being incredibly smug all your life. <laughs> I did, yeah. And, I've still got it. And uh, as well as sciatica. Was it yeah. sciatica? You yeah. had problems with your back? It's horrible sciatica. You just described to me, Ben and the listeners, what exactly was going on? Uh, my sciatica, Ben and listener, was... Um, <laughs> unbelievable shooting pains down the back of my leg but yeah. the most intense because it's a nerve pain joe imagine i describe it to my kids as like having terrible toothache in your legs you know that level of toothache where your whole head feels like it's exploding yeah it was bad that's awful yeah so you've gone to see ben for get your sciatica sorted ben what are you doing to his um lower back Don't yeah lower back so i'd initially ask you loads of questions about the pain so you've obviously said it's like an intense it. well no so I can draw up a picture of exactly <laughs> what's going wrong <laughs> yeah what does the pain feel like so you said it's like an intense stabbing 
burning? Would you describe it as burning or? It, no, it was almost like having a wire going down your leg that was on fire. So yes, yes, burning, correct. Yeah, burning. <laughs> so yeah, and then I would ask you how far down the leg it's going. So because then that would indicate to me what part of the sciatic nerve is being impinged we call it or trapped so if it was going down the whole leg was it going down the whole leg or was it going i would say stopped stopped about the knee yeah yeah so then that would be being impinged slightly lower down than actually at the source of where the sciatic nerve comes out um if it was exactly where the sciatic nerve comes out which is lumbar vertebrae three i believe then that's when you would feel it all the way down into your calf into your foot um, but because it was stopping at your knee, it's probably being impinged slightly lower down. So we wouldn't call that sciatica as such. Oh, you're a liar then? <laughs> no, he's not a liar. Oh, it's no, just he's not the, a liar. Paying him to a, defend you, I get it. <laughs> There's loads of different research and loads of different points of view on sciatica and what actually is it and is it... Some people think it's like a syndrome because it's a, a collection of symptoms. Is we, that syndrome known as... Um, Bullshit. Bullshit. Bullshititis. Do you know, Joe, you know when people say they wouldn't wish something on their worst enemy, right? Yeah. When my sciatica was bad, I would absolutely wish it on my worst enemy. They could fucking have it because it was so horrible. You'd be like, why would I not give my worst enemy what I'm going through? I also would give my worst enemy hypochondria. (laughs) (laughs) Ben, is that an issue then if you're treating people because you can't feel their pain? Yeah, of course. So it's constantly me asking if what I'm doing is too hard or too soft or are you... So I normally work on a scale. Like If what I'm doing is maybe past like a 7 out of 10, then just tell me. And But some people you can tell from their body language, so you'll be like massaging their back and they'll sort of start squirming or like moving around and you sort of can see that and you come off. It's a constant back and forth of, is this hard enough or is it too painful? Um, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and I know how that sounds. <clears throat> yeah, so it's a yeah, constant back and forth of asking them, just relaying with them if it's an okay treatment and if it's too painful, then you can ease off. So, so is massage your most common form of treatment that you'll use? I do do a lot of sports massage, soft tissue work, and then I would go... From that to what we call articulations. And then the articulation is where is a lower form of bone movement, if you like. So where you are at a joint and you're moving that joint without the muscles input, so it's more relaxed and easier to move. So then you can get more movement through it. So if someone is what we call acute, so in a lot of pain, so like with yourself, with your sciatica, I wouldn't have necessarily clicked you or manipulated you or whatever the first treatment you would have done some gentle articulations to get the bones moving as well as a soft tissue to the muscle in order for you to feel a bit better and then the next session it would be like right Tom I'm gonna try something a bit more invasive or harder if you like (laughs) I don't know what I'm laughing looking at you but um what the fuck am I meant to do with these words mate (laughs) I'm not going to jump in on it anymore. I'm trying to make this show more highbrow. But invasion and... Invasive. Harder. Invasive and going harder. What's another word of putting it? Um, aggressive. Um, yeah, but it's not aggressive. It's just so reserved, if you like. So the first treatment would be more reserved and then the second treatment would be or less reserved, if you like, in terms of doing the clicking. I'm going to say some different types of massages. Yeah. And I'd like you, Ben, to either say whether it's good or bad. So massaging someone with your feet. Uh, you know, you, you sometimes you get those really small people that are yeah. jumping up and down on you. Any good? I don't know. I've never had one, but my justification for it not being as good maybe is because you can't feel as much with your feet. So, yeah, okay, you can. Sorry, I'm just... Oh, I'm just I'm feeling Tom's <laughs> leg Joe's, with my foot. His naked right foot on I've my got leg. quite good feeling feet. My naked right foot? Yeah. <laughs> it's right at the top of my thigh. Why are you so creeped out by my... I was One of my best it. attributes, <laughs> as described by you. I just think you should have flagged up the, the fact you were about to place your massive naked right foot on my oh, top of my leg. Oh, you've got such a weird thing about feet. 
Okay, so feet not so good because you can't really tell what you I guess you're doing. if you trained a lot and for a very long time, because you see people, they do amazing things with mm. their feet, painting and mm. playing music, writing mm. songs, whatever. But the people that you go to a shop and they just hop up on a table and walk along your back. No good. Elbows. Well, elbow massage, yeah, it's great. Good. So it saves your hands. Yeah. So it's good for getting into fleshy areas. Yeah, so your, your glute. back, your glutes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Your legs. There's lots of pressure on your hands when you're doing massage, obviously. That's a good feet bad, elbows good. Yeah. Mechanical. In terms of like massage guns and stuff like that? Uh, massage guns, some of those chairs that you can get for your car or your, your, your seat at home, or vibrator. <laughs> or vibrator, yeah. So. All of those in small doses, good. Um, some people really overdo it with, like, especially the massage chairs, because they think, oh, the more the better. So they really like lean into it and really be like, oh yeah, it's getting into the bits I want it to get into, and then, <laughs> and then um, <laughs> keep going. They come to me and say, oh look, I bought myself a massage chair and their back's bruised because what? they've been hammering it too much. So mechanical can be good, but not not in small doses. In small yeah. doses, uh, hot stones. Yeah, again, Ooh. they're really good. Yeah, so heat helps draw blood to muscles and to areas, which is why you would advise someone to heat maybe tight muscles or something like that. So a hot stone massage, yeah, great. And if you didn't have access to hot stones, maybe just <sighs> just in between, you're just, <sighs> just breathing yeah. on someone's back. Yeah. <laughs> just, <sighs> no, I don't. Yeah, I don't. That's more of aromatherapy and more of um, what you would call a nice massage, a central massage. But they do help, yeah. What about Nuru? (laughs) No. (laughs) Explain, Joe. Yeah, explain. (laughs) With this one, you'd get a lilo, like a blow-up lilo, and you would lie on it, naked, and then the the person (laughs) that gives that massage, the practitioner, shall we call them, they would lie on top of you. Oh. <laughs> okay. I don't think you could call them a practitioner. <laughs> With, uh, well, they're practicing something. Yeah, but that... <laughs> and then they're using all parts of their body to massage all parts of your body. Do you need qualifications for this or...? What's the best kind of chair for <laughs> back problems, do you think? <laughs> <laughs> One with good lumbar support, so lumbar support being your lower back. Immediately so, we say, yeah, what's the back thing? Everyone sits up. Sit up sure, a little just, bit. Posture is obviously Massive. one of the biggest things to causing back issues, is it? Yeah, so posture is one of the biggest causes yeah, of back issues. But that's uncomfortable sitting up straight. You know when you're always told, yeah. oh, you sit up straight, and you're like, but that's uncomfortable. Why can't I just, not but slouch, but just... Surely there's somewhere in between. That way yeah. can't be good for you. But that the reason it's uncomfortable is because the muscles aren't strong enough to hold you up like that. So oh. we're like, the muscles are then struggling. So then we're like, oh, so this, I'm going to slunch back down because that's happy and normal. And But if you trained yourself and over time sat up straight, you would go for longer and longer periods of time of better posture. It's just that we get tired. I get uncomfortable, though, when you're doing that, mainly because I, I worry that I'm trying to alpha people mm. by sticking my chest out and things. So then I, <laughs> You are a little bit. I try and just... Be go meek. Back, go back in your shell. Yeah, go back in. Hello. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a turtle. Meow. <laughs> 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 that feels like a very natural point, bearing in mind we're talking about bones, to have a little break. Like a... Like a Phone break. (laughs) More of an advert break. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Well, I treated myself to a Kit Kat. <laughs> have a break, have a Kit Kat. When you, when you crack someone's back, yeah. what, what is that noise? Is it the bone... 
are the bones cracking? What no. is it? So it used to be believed that it was uh, bubbles popping inside the joint, but they'd done it under a live MRI. And it was actually gas escaping out of the joint and bubbles forming inside the joint. So, you know, like when you open like a can of, I don't know if we can product place, Coke. <laughs> That's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as many as you want, go for it. Yeah, when you open a can of Coke, a uh, bottle of Coke, sorry, and then it like goes, and then all the bubbles form inside because there's a chemical reaction. Yeah. That's what's happening when you're clicking someone. Is it good or bad news? It's a common misconception that it will give you osteoarthritis, but I think that has been proven now to not be the case. There's a study or a thing that I heard, research this guy clicked all the knuckles on one hand for 60 years and not on the other hand, and then he MRI'd them both and they were exactly the same. That's quite a commitment. It is. Experiment. So Six, that's why did I you wondered, say 60? Apparently. So that's why I wonder whether... <laughs> like, bullshit. <laughs> yeah. That's why I wonder whether... whether the, that's yeah. bullshit. So... It's come up with that. I, I got told that. I didn't then go and have a look at myself because I don't think it is true. Um, we were told at uni that you can run out of clicks as well. So run like, out of clicks. Which, again, I don't know if that's true. But I don't know. Do you click, Joe, anyway? If you can run out. I click my, my back clicks a lot. Does it? Go on, then. What do you mean? See if we can hear it. No, I have to get someone to do it. Okay. Does it freak you out? No, my back is one of the most satisfying things love it. I have done. I love it. So I love it when the physios do it to me, but I love it the most when I actually do it myself. When usually the physios get me on the bed head first through the hole mm-hmm. and then they'll... Quite the sentence. <laughs> and then they're like... Warm, warm into it a bit, get me yeah. moving a bit, get me moving it. And then they'll be like, right, take a deep breath. And I'll take a deep breath. And then on the exhalation, that means out. <laughs> <laughs> they'll give it a good... Yeah. My, uh, my hunch, so from the middle of my back to the top of my back and neck is quite cuffotic. Yeah. And they're the bits that click the most. But then I get quite a lot of tightness around my erector spina, spi- spinae. Yeah. Where is it? Yeah, that's right. it? Did I say it right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yes. In the lower bit there. But I like it when I'm on my back. Yeah. And she's just riding me. Sorry. <laughs> 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 sorry. Sorry. myself. I like it when I'm on the back. Yeah. And say I go to do a bench press. Yeah. I get like 60 kg on the bar. I bring it down to my chest and then I roll my neck forward yeah, yeah. as if I'm trying to look down to my, my groin. And with that, it just goes all down that. And it's like, oh, like a release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel great at the back of it. So that's the way I would do... You can do thoracic adjustments like your physio does it. And I do do it with people lying on their front. But the way I do it normally is to have them on their back and then don't lower a barbell onto them. But I get them to cross their arms like this. And then you... Do you put your hand underneath? Under the back... One on there, deep breath in and out, and then lean on it. And if you want to get the ones higher up, you get them to yeah. look or bend their head or <sighs> bend their knees up. One of the old school England physios, Paskey, absolute legend, he's been around for fucking years. That was always his best technique to get me because he couldn't quite get it with me on yeah. my front. But then he's he was like 60, 65, and he'd been doing it for years. And you mentioned earlier about the toll it can take on your hands because all the movement and the pressure that you got put on. (laughs) And he's put his hand underneath my back. I'd lean forward, then he'd put it in the right place and then I'd have to lean back and he'd sort of jump on top of me to get the right click. And then it wouldn't be me screaming. I'd be like, (laughs) ah, fuck. And I'd be like, what the, what is the matter with you, Pasky? He's like, oh, it's all right, mate. It's just my hands. And they'd come out all like (laughs) deformed. He's like, it's all right, mate. It's part of the job. I was like... Do you want me to sip your coffee for you? And, and you can't pick it up like that. Um, one of the other things he used to do to me is my neck yeah. and cracking my neck, oh. which by the end of my career, or sort of now, I'm more comfortable with and I've built up a good level of trust with the people yeah. that do it. But yeah. at the start, it was one of the fucking scariest things I had done to me because A, there was no trust, and B, I used to watch loads of films where... All you have to do is just go and whip someone's neck really quickly and then you can kill them and like that. It, yeah. And then when they were like, well, this is kind of what we're going to do, I said, oh my God, 
can I say goodbye to my family? <laughs> <laughs> say goodbye to my family? Is it, is it scary for, for you as a professional to do it? No. Oh, as confident no. as that? So, yeah. So, the fir- I remember the first time I ever clicked someone's neck was obviously when you're learning to do it and your hands get so sweaty and like they and it takes so long to do it because you have to learn like set it up the right way and whatever and you take your hands off a person's head and their hair's like wet <laughs> with sweat from your hands because you're just so clammy um but now i mean i don't know how many necks i've clicked but it's just part of it and it's the experience of and learning to feel with your hands that's why you would never be able to click someone with your feet (laughs) someone's neck with your feet like I said earlier that could really be your point of difference what a niche think yeah think about (laughs) (laughs) how many people especially feet people they were like cool yeah I fancy (laughs) can I try it on you now nope do you not feel with the whole head thing I'm always convinced my head is just going to pop off like unscrewing the top of a bottle. It's just going to go, whoosh, and I'll be looking back at my headless body. What, like chickens? A bit like chicken. You know, like they, they, when they get their head chopped off, they can still see for like an hour. For an hour? Yeah. I thought like the that. body kept moving for an hour. They didn't know their head could see for an hour. Weren't there a chicken that lived without a head for like a year? Yeah. And they were feeding it through just straight down its neck. <laughs> True story. Look it up. Look ben, it up. That, that, is the, that is the sort of nonsense I expect from Joe. Not from a, a medical professional. You gotta look it up. I'm full of random facts as well, so <laughs> that's what I read anyway. <laughs> look it up afterwards. Just, it was Tom's oh, it was Tom's It was Tom's when Ben went. Yeah, they just kept putting food down it. And Tom was like, for you! <laughs> we'll look it up and see. Fucking want that to be I'm so sure true. It's, I'm sure it's a long time. Might He's, not be you. Tom's it's having, a long time. Tom's absolutely Scroll, absolutely None scrolls. of it. The news just in from Ryan, the producer, is Mike the Headless Chicken. Hang on, Mike. Mike? That's Wait. your biggest issue, is it? Well, I'm not. the next part, really. Mike the Headless Chicken survived for 18 months. 18 months? You. By That's being it. fed <laughs> via an eyedropper. What? He's not even got any eyes. He's just got a head. <laughs> Turn his neck. What? Just how Ben <laughs> described. He went, yeah... <laughs> Sweet stuff down his neck. What's to which you went, what? <laughs> For a year? No way. What sort of life is that? And to add to that update, <laughs> every May of the month <laughs> in Colorado, yeah, there's a Mike the Headless Chicken what? Day. <laughs> Why Colorado? There's a Mike. What? Why Colorado? That's where he's from. <laughs> he's from. Like it's obvious. <laughs> what, what? No, it is obvious. Why else would they have it in Colorado? It might just be big why fans. Am I, why am I celebrating an Inuit who has discovered an extra part of Antarctica in Heathfield? <laughs> the, the Inuits are in the Arctic. Oh, God. <laughs> you literally couldn't have been further away. Is there snow there? <laughs> yes, there is snow. Right. Okay. Fair? If, just to go back to the question of what sort of life it would be for Mike the Headless Chicken, right, I'm going to give you two stark options, okay? Your head comes off because someone's doing the head twisting and they fuck it up, okay? Can that someone be Ben? Ben's done it. Unfortunately, it's gone wrong. But he's better at it now. It was when Uh, you were bad at it. Ben's much better now. (laughs) World class at it. Your head has come off. Choice number one, that's the end of your life. Choice number two... You survive for 18 months <laughs> like Mike the Headless Chicken <laughs> by, by me feeding you <laughs> through a giant, massive eyedropper into your neck. <laughs> that reminds me of when I was 12. Ow! Ow! <laughs> and I went to a birthday party. <laughs> My best mate's dad and his mate were on the door like a couple of bouncers and they had black bomber jackets with the orange lining inside. Yeah, classic. And it all kicked off and there was a couple of kids who were trying to get into this party and Mick turns around to this, like, 14-year-old and goes, Oh, you fucking prick, you do that again, I'll rip your head off and shit down your neck. (laughs) (laughs) 
remember us all just going, what? <laughs> First of all, how's that going to work? Like, in the heat of the moment, yeah. how are you actually ripping someone's head off and then doing a turd down their neck? <laughs> and do, do they mean the neck of the head or do they mean the neck Heads. of the body? Because the neck's now in two parts. So that's why that reminded me of when I was 12. Your answer? And my answer is... I would probably go to uh, Ben's practice with no head. And I go, Ben. And he goes... Hi, Joe. How do you know it's me? <laughs> Your tattoos. Good, good answer. Good, okay. Um, hi, Ben. Good to see you again. Uh, you got, hang on, how are you speaking? I'm writing okay, it down. Right. I can't fucking write it down and then do a podcast without... <laughs> I don't think I would be as calm as well if you turned up without a head. <laughs> okay, right, hi, Ben. No, how are you? Yeah, Joe, I'm fine. Again. Where's your bloody head? <laughs> ben, I'm holding up a sheet that says, Hi, Ben, how are you? And I've got no head. You go. <laughs> Did I do that? <laughs> or were you involved in a really bad accident afterwards? <laughs> can't remember, but... You're can, writing this, yeah? Yeah. Can't remember, can you fix me, question mark? No. I can't, Fucking hell! I can't put your head back on, can I? Right, well, that's all I need you to know. I'd give you an eyedropper and say, when you're hungry, <laughs> just use this. <laughs> I think the eyedropper would have to have such a massive bulb where Turkey you Turkey baster instead, yeah. maybe. <laughs> so you're going, which one option are you going for? What was the question? <laughs> yeah, I got Do it. I live... Do you... you I'll, live you had... with, I'll live with the thing because... Uh, is it just for 18 months or can I live like that forever? Uh, we'll say you can go past Mike the Headless Chicken's record by a month so you can get to 19 months. No. I'll only do it if I can do two Halloweens, because I will make a fucking killing. <laughs> but you could conceivably do two Halloweens in 12 and a half months. <laughs> <laughs> I've shortened it then. Okay. This episode is sponsored by the following magnificent people. Scott Schillam with kindness. The Thunderbird. It's Tracy Burke. That's the ticket, Tommy Pickett. Oh, rollerball, Becky Dyson. Alan the Burj Khalifa Tim Eaton Mess The Dragon William Welsh No one's crapper than our Kyle Crapper Gareth Burke Andrew Harrison And go on my son Matt Johnson How's it? Jonathan Pratt The Professor Niels von Hinton-Reed And simply the best Mark Bestley To be more like all of them Go to patreon.com forward slash Joe Marler Show Become an official sponsor And grow the show today Yeah, have you got any issues with touching people with your hands and their skin? Is it a bit weird to begin with, or are you absolutely fine now? Yeah, I think... So I've done a sports massage, what, uh, seven, eight years ago I qualified. So I think initially, maybe, I can't really remember, but it was like, oh, God, like you're touching people or whatever. Now, yeah, like you say, it's just a job. You're just treating people, treating their injuries, treating their bodies, and, yeah. I get... Uh... Occasionally, actually, I've got quite good skin on my back, mm. but occasionally I get a fucking giant spot <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's somewhere. Yeah. And usually, actually, it comes after having had a massage with the oils that they use. Yeah, my skin yeah. can get, you know, my pores can get blocked quite easily anyway. But then I'm like, oh, God. And then I picture in my head, whoever's giving, doing physio or, or giving me a massage, then that I'm like, oh, God. I wonder how it is. What's have you ever come across a patient where they've got spots on their back and you're kind of like, right? How am I dealing with yeah. this one then? Yeah. <laughs> or are yeah, you like so, quite perverse and you like popping them? No, I don't like popping them oh. at all. So when I come across, because it does happen quite regularly, yeah. when you come across a spot on someone's back, if it's like a big juicy whitehead, oh. I try and avoid it a lot. <laughs> but then there's sometimes where you maybe don't notice it or you forget it's there, and then. You accidentally pop it, and then it's like, oh, God, and then it might, might be on your hand, and then oh. you're like, oh, so... Um, luckily, they're normally face down, so you can just sort of nip away, wipe it, wipe on, it on their shorts. Or, yeah, <laughs> wipe it on the towel. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't like spots. Uh, would you ever, or have you ever maybe 
turn to the patient and go, get fucked, mate. <laughs> You've no. got this giant spot on your back. No. But you just try and work around it, do you? Yeah, you work around it. But flip side of that, sometimes people have moles on their back, like big moles, mm. and you, because people don't see their backs regularly, you have to say, do you know about this mole? And sometimes people have said, no, I didn't. And then they've gone and got it checked out and it turns out it was something a bit sinister. So, you know, there is times when by telling people what you notice has then got them help quicker than they might have got if they hadn't noticed it. So, What about hair? Mm. Do you get many hairy hair? Like, I've had a couple of teammates, like, fuck me, dead. They take their jumper off and then you go, you've still got a jumper like on. Like a carpet. So again, what's that like? To, well, I also had a, re- <laughs> I also had a masseuse that had incredibly hairy arms. Yeah, like we're talking real, like a head of hair on both their oh. forearms, and you could feel it on your back, <laughs> like a spider leg, <laughs> on your back, like as they were working through you a bit, and you're like, I don't know about this, mate, but I felt so like. Not and just jump off I the just, table. I was just like, oh, all right, I'll just book him with someone else. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Yeah, so you do get really hairy people, men mostly. I haven't actually had really hairy ladies, to oh, be fair. Oh. But yeah, really hairy men. And you do find yourself with sort of like hairy hands <sighs> afterwards. So, and during. So, one of the key things is not to sort of like scratch your head or something like that because you wipe it off on your face and yeah so there is some people who like you say they take their shirt off and it's like they've still got one on and yeah you've got to just do it and then wash your hands afterwards are you a believer in some of the alternative therapies joe name some okay the following is a list of unusual massage treatments okay you have to say yes to one of the following. Snakes. Piss off. Okay. Cactus. Ah. What, like acupuncture? I think so. Oh, yeah. I like a bit of acupuncture, but I don't, hang on, I don't know how that works. They shove a needle in me. Yeah. They let me stay there for like 10 minutes. Yeah. They take them out. I'm sore as fuck. And then a few hours later, I'm like, oh my God, that feels much better. So when you get acupuncture, who does it? Is it your physio or is it an acupuncturist? Someone who's qualified in acupuncture so so like a physio or someone like myself we would do dry needling which is medical acupuncture right. which is different to traditional acupuncture where they can treat a whole host of like systemic things like i don't know but like it goes back that's the chinese acupuncture is the dry is the dry needling the one where you bring you move it in and out yeah and then you try and find that you're moving it around and you find the trigger point Basically, so what you're trying to do, and this is what I understand by it, is that you're creating a false um, injury site because you would normally dry needle like tenderness junctions, which the blood supply isn't that great. So you would create a false injury site to encourage blood to go to that area and then, yeah, like you say, you jig it around and twist it. And... Oh, not like that, Tom, no. <laughs> no, I've had it done. It yeah, freaks me out. As long as they're not seeing it, I don't mind what they do. Yeah. I just don't want to look down and see it. I had my neck all the way down to like the middle of my back and my traps, just all lined with needles um, either side. And I was left on the bed. They said, oh, we'll leave you there for about 10, 15 minutes. We'll be back in a minute. And after a while, I, sort of, I dozed off a little bit, but then came back to it. And then I was like, fucking hell, I've been here for ages. This like, And I'm screaming. I'm like, Rich, the physio. That's it. I wasn't just shouting, Rich. <laughs> no one was coming. No one could hear me. They'd left me in one of the corner physio rooms, and oh, I'm fucking hell! I'd been there like twenty-five minutes, half hour now, and I was starting to stiffen up where I was lying yeah, and all that. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, fuck it. And I, I got up, and then I walked into the other physio room where they were treating <laughs> with the needles still in. Your all back. the needles are still in my neck and in my back, and they were like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> And I went, what? They were like, don't move. I'm like, what are you on about? They're like, you've got needles going all the way down your neck, all the way down your back, big needles. If you move in the wrong way or you lean into something, that will go straight into your lung. I was like, they're tiny fucking needles, mate. That doesn't matter. Do not move. I was like, oh, my God. Started shitting myself. Slowly lowered me down on the bed. They pulled all these needles out. And they're like, what the fuck? I said, you left me in... They were like, yeah, we're not going to lie. We forgot about you. (laughs) (laughs) It was quite nice to have a bit of peace, actually. 
I was like, oh, fine. So, so back to cactus. So yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd enjoy one of them. So it's a no to snake, it's a yes to cactus. What about something that is done in some parts of the Far East called Dao Leo, which is using... Is that spelled with a T? No T's in Dao oh. Leo, which is using the edges of a meat cleaver. What? So... Do they make little cuts on no, it? No, they just sort of scrape. You know, like you have fascial release sometimes. Oh, you yeah. like that, do you? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a bit like that where they, they're not going in with a sharp bit, but they're sort of scraping against your skin. Yes quite, or no? Quite like the sound of it. Okay. Yes. Um, your final option is a giant snail. So if you want a face massage, apparently oh, you can put is, yeah. three giant snails on your face and the... The slime is really good for you, apparently. Would you like to be slimed all over your face by a giant snail, basically, is the question. <laughs> Out of all the things we've discussed in the last two and a half years, that is single-handedly the most disgusting thing you've ever asked of me. So you would do it? That is fucking disgusting, mate. <laughs> Just picturing a snail walking across my cheek across my fucking nose. It would treat my nose like a mountain, wouldn't it? Well, what if, that. No, what if it massive. treated your nose like a cave and it had a little <laughs> look in your nose and went a little explorer up there? Then its shell would get stuck. You're making me feel <laughs> awful. That and then you'd be disgusting. trying to breathe so you'd open your mouth slightly. Are you... there people doing that? Yeah. Is that lo- oh, my yeah, God. How's that even... That's not even massaging. No, it's the stuff that's in their slime is good for your face, apparently. I've got my own slime that's good for my face. <laughs> <laughs> tried it stinks a bit how much would you have to be paid let's say it's for charity to eat s- not to snail eat it. cum no <laughs> well all that okay. I was thinking more just having snails on your face how much so, would I have to be paid yeah, for you, charity it's for charity yeah so it's three massive snails and they get to have half an hour doing what they want on your face how right the size of the snail let's say it is the size of a child's fist how big's the child <laughs> five did you say they're African land snails, though? No, but we could do that for yeah, more money. Yeah, they're massive. That's Fucking hell, Ben. What are you chiming in for with these snails? <laughs> <laughs> and they're hermaphrodites, so they have sex with themselves. So on you... my face? So three of them would all be able to do it on your face. So essentially they'll be sick because there's three of them, but because they're, they're boy and girl, there's actually six of them. And they're all... <laughs> six, six genitalia on your face, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can Google that again, Ryan. I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> <laughs> Do it on a private hey, browser. Don't, oh, you, you can question him, you can question him on his bone fact knowledge because that's piss poor. But don't you ever question him on headless chickens or snails. Yeah, that's it, motherfuckers. <laughs> um, How much? So you've got six hermaphrodites. Hang on, three hermaphrodites. So six sets of genitals. If you want to, you can keep your eyes open and watch them, or but then they might slide over your eyeballs. Why did you do that with your eyes? Oh, yeah. How much for charity? No, I'm not doing it. For charity, Joe. Raise your money elsewhere. (laughs) What's your favourite charity? Oh, motherfucker. Yeah. The minimum minimum amount of money Mm -hmm. it would cost you and crowd to have three African land snails, hermaphrodite. Put their six sets of genitalia. Six sets of genitalia on my face as some way for me to recover for the next match. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do it for five grand. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Oh, you think you can get it together? Yeah, we could. If we, start, <laughs> if we start a crowdfunding page... <laughs> a crowdfunding page. ...on this podcast to get three and we would African donate land our money to which charity? To the, the charity of your choice. Okay. £5,000. If we can get £5,000 from the listeners of the show, <laughs> Joe Marley, you will allow... How big are these African lands Oh, now? they're big. Oh, they're massive. And they're all over your face with their six sets of genitalia. Stop saying that out loud. (laughs) Shake my my hand. Shake my hand. All right, we've got that on camera. That is happening. There you go. Right. um, (laughs) Fucking hell. Ben, you've created a new business, have you? Yeah, so alongside uh, what I do, uh, it's an online platform. What's it called? It's called Health I Need Somebody. Right, you haven't really committed to that. I can't sing. Okay, Tom... Do you mind just reading what it's called? <laughs> reading it or singing it? Same. Health, I need somebody. Health. Not just anybody. Health. You know I need someone. Health. 
Continue, Ben. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. No, that was good. You're welcome. Um, so yeah, Health I Need Somebody is a new online platform that I've just created. And it's basically, I guess you can liken it to Checker Trade, but for health professionals. So someone like you guys might say, oh, you know, I've got a back pain. Um, I need to find someone in my local area that deals with back pain and you can find the person nearest you. And I know you might be like, oh, you know, Google does that or whatever. But with ours, it can be, you can search by symptom. You can't Google by a specific symptom and find the person that does that specific symptom. So with us, with Health I Need Somebody, you can select from a drop-down of symptoms, do it by postcode, do it by specialism, or do it by the name of the person. So yeah, it's just a it's a way of advertising health professionals, but it's also a way of members of the public to it's an easier way for them to find people who can help them basically. And how many um African lands now uh <laughs> specialists? <laughs> I don't know, but I might have to add that on now. <laughs> ben, thank you very much for coming on and talking all sorts of nonsense about osteopathy. Mm. You want to do it again? Osteopathy. You go, Ben. Osteopathy. And together, one, two, three. Osteopathy. osteopathy. We've had a cracking time. Don't oh, fucking ruin it. We've, it. <laughs> we've had a cracking time. It's not a proper crack, it's a click, you twat. We've had a clicking time. Thanks, Ben. Okay, cheers, Ben. Very more than welcome. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Right, so osteopathy. That was the subject of this episode. And somehow I think I know more about animals <laughs> than I do osteopathy. How far towards our £5,000 total did you can be in a week's time? <laughs> Mike the chicken. <laughs> Mike the fucking chicken. We've bought on an osteopath <laughs> and we've got Mike the fucking chicken. I thought it was brilliant. That was as random an episode as we've done. Do you think the chicken was called Mike before he became headless? Or do you think the fact it became headless meant that they called it Mike? And what, and what relation does having no head mean to being called Mike? Nothing specifically with the name Mike, but just did they bother to name him before he was just a standard chicken? Oh, good, yeah. Tough one. Interesting. I'll get back to you on that one, is that okay? You get back to me, Joe. In the meantime, a reminder, if you'd like to support the show, you can now subscribe on Apple, Spotify and Patreon. For just a pound a week, you can get bonus content, ad-free episodes and Joe... Roddy Shaw. At the same time. And if you would like to watch the show, you can now subscribe on YouTube for full episodes and extra show clips. If you would like another podcast to listen to before Joe and I return to your ears, let's tell you about Eliza. This is an incredible new audio drama. It's a fiction podcast, or is it? Eliza is a robot, but her story is very human. She lives in a world of dominance and manipulation and love. It's all set in a future that's far too close for comfort. And the lead role is played by Sex Education's Tanya Reynolds. You do not want to miss this. Just search for... Eliza, a robot story in your podcast app. Who's on next week, Tom? I'm afraid, Joe, this time you'll have to wait to find out. <gasps> oh, osteopathy. Crowd Network. A place where you belong. Sports Social Podcast Network.